And we're talking travel. Sally Lucas, what's in store for us today? Well, we should be very proud, I think, and also um, privileged to know that we have carnival spirit. And if anyone was watching the news a couple of nights ago to see this monster sail in through the heads into Sydney Harbour, it's the largest cruise vessel ever to base itself in Australia. Wow. And that, that's giving a lot of you know praise to the Australian cruise market for Carnival, which is the largest cruise company in the world, to consider basing one of their vessels here full time. I mean, that is most unusual. They often only come out for the summer season or something like that. Now, she is massive. So she's um, based in Sydney? Yes. Mm-hmm. And um, her inaugural cruise was 2001, so she's not an old ship either. Um, huge, as I said. <laughs> if she can cruise at a speed, though, of 22 knots, even though she's 88,500 tonne, or tonnage, I suppose it's tons these days, isn't it? Um, she's a few football, football fields, should I say, long. She's about 294 metres or 90, 963 feet in the old days. And she takes 2,680 guests at full capacity, um, if, if you were to have full capacity, of course. But they may not always, because some cabins, for example, um, have a king bed. But what they've done, which is very clever, um, and I inspected the ship yesterday, by the way, which is, I should have mentioned that, which is why I'm talking about it. Um, the upper berths are recessed into the ceiling. How clever is that? So during the day, if you're a family, and they've never really been offered this much before, you can have, without booking a suite, Mum and Dad can still have a king-size bed or it can be split apart into, into the twins. And then you have a sofa bed, which is made up like a sofa bed during the day. So you just look like you've got this nice large cabin with a sofa bed. They do a, a turn down every night for you, like you do in a hotel, which is unusual these days. And they pull, then the upper bunk comes down out of the ceiling. So you don't have this upper bunk always there in your road, you know, during the day. So it's quite clever the way they've designed them. And also the majority of the cabins on the ship are outside cabins. So they do have some inside cabins, of course, for the people who wish to save, you know, on money. And um, there are some interior cabins, but there's only um, not a lot of uh, interior cabins compared to um, the outside cabins. It's got 12 passenger decks. Um, Normal occupancy, if you based it, say, on only two people to a cabin would be about 2,100, something like that. But they've also got um, officers and crew, which will give you almost one crew for every two guests. So there's plenty of people to talk to. You needn't get bored. You will not get bored. Um, and the, the ship's theme is the world's great architectural styles. Now, they say they've Aussie-fied it for Australian market, right? And so it's not US currency on board. It's Aussie dollars. You even have an Australian ATM on board. For someone that doesn't have a credit card, they've actually got a machine where you can put cash in and load it onto like a card. So when you go on board, you're given your card and that's what you use to purchase shore excursions, drinks, you know, and it's also your exit to get off the ship and entry and it's your key to your cabin. So one card serves all purposes, almost like an Oyster card, you know, that they have in London and Hong Kong. So it's used for everything. But if you don't have a credit card or you can't, you're not able to pay your bill that way, you can load up in this machine, load cash in and top just keep topping it up like an oyster card and do it that way. So it's really fantastic. And they're also, it's, they're promoting it as the fun ship. The whole idea is about people to go on board, you know, shout themselves a relaxing holiday, but with fun being one of the major things they're, they're saying. Now, even at your table at night in this huge dining room, um, you've got what they call table artists. And so people come around doing magic tricks or whatever, and even the dining room crew at the end put on this dance program they put on these little you know colorful boleros ruffles on over the top of their uniform and and do a little 
show for you as well. Absolutely amazing. The food we had yesterday for lunch was absolutely beautiful. It surpassed what I thought it would. Um, you know, down to the detail of these days of where you have complete presentation of food, you know, with the little dobs of this, the little sprinkles of that and the splurge of a paste across a plate and a little bit of dust of something and, you know, a beetroot crisp. And you know, the, it was really the food was top notch. I could not fault the food. That gives you just that extra feeling about it, doesn't it? It does. Really and, and the staff was the most, I guess, multicultural crew I have ever seen. Um, you know, the, the young man who entertained us at our table was Hungarian. Uh, one of the uh, waitresses was Croatian. Another was Serbian. Uh, we had Filipinos. We had uh, Mexican. We had Spanish. We had, you know, so the, it was really quite an interesting um, mix of crew and people. And the service was faultless. Absolutely false. You're listening to 2NURFM and we are talking travel, Sally Lucas. And we're talking carnival spirit, Jane. And wouldn't you believe their water uh, park on the top deck, which if you're up there, it's higher than the opera house. A water park. They've got this huge, and it's green, one's green and one's gold. Can you believe that? So they've got one yellow you know, slide that does the twirly, twisty things down. And another one's like the tube. And you sit in the top and then it activates a button and you just, you dropped vertically and you get speeds up to 65 kilometers an hour before you get spat out the other end near the funnel. Hmm. Okay. Did you do that? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> we went on there long enough to do anything like that, Jane. Um, but they've tried to what they call Aussie-fy the ship, right? This is what they're calling it. Now they've spent US 7 million or about, you know, the same in Australia these days, stripping the vessel of the American apparel to fit with the needs of Australian passengers. So we've got Australian PowerPoints even on board. So no worry about, you know, different, different, um, you know, ACDC and all that sort of stuff. Um, even with the drinks menu, like they're, they're putting on Australian wines. I mean, there will be the odd cab served from New Zealand, but you know, Australian beers. Um, as, of course, there'll be other selections as well. As I said, the currency, which is great. Now you go to the, um, They've got a sports bar, and all it had before, of course, was all the American baseball teams and basketball teams, you know, little symbols and their colours. Now it's all Aussie League, rugby union, um, etc. We've got big, huge blown-up photos of Kieran Perkins winning at the Olympics, Kathy Freeman. Um, I mean, they really have Aussie-fied it. Even the um, gambling casino room, they've taken out their style of slot machines, if you like to call them, put in Aussie poker machines. Um, the entertainment room is is massive. It goes over three levels of the ship, three tiers, um, and that can cater to about half the full capacity of the ship, so it can seat about 1,300 people. I mean, this is massive. Even, even the... Um, the fitness centre goes over two deck levels. I've never seen so many walking machines, fitness machines. It's huge. It sounds as though you'd need a fitness centre to cater for... Well, you um, would with all the meals. And, and they've got this <laughs> beautiful meals. spa centre, heaps of massage rooms, you know, hairdresser. Prices on board, pretty similar to what you probably pay here as well. They've tried not to make it you know, too expensive, even as far as the drinks are concerned. They've put on a barbecue on the ship's highest deck called um, Jimmy's... Fat Jimmy's, <laughs> and it's still actually getting the finishing touches to it. Yesterday, it wasn't quite complete when we um, inspected it. So this is how, up, you know, they're getting it really ready. The first cruise sails on Sunday. Um, and so you can order there like, like slow-cooked pulled pork, smoky chicken breast, black Angus beef sausages with like salads, jacket potatoes and all that sort of thing. So, and there's also what they've called a Nouveau Steakhouse. And it's the only restaurant on board where it attracts a surcharge. Okay, so it's not a free one as 
well, not free, but I mean it's inclusive on the, all the others, $35 for four courses. But what you're getting there is y- your prime cut of steak or meat is wheeled to your table prior to cooking. You know, you have options of how it's cooked, what it's served with. Um, you might even have options including lobster tail, uh, tuna tartare, you know, and really silver service as well. Um, there's They have the usual, of course, fancy dress parties, etc. But the entertainment, the staff are top-notch quality staff. They have a comedy club. They've got a kids' clubs for every age of children. Like They've done out really fantastically. They've got one for 15 to 17-year-olds, one for 12 to 14-year-olds, one for the, the real littleies, and then one for the in-between. So you've got four different kid clubs on board as well, which is fantastic. They're, they're really catering for families. Um, they're catering for the handicapped, which is fantastic to see ships doing this now. So there's a, handicapped cabins available in every grade of accommodation, which gives you um, there's not as much in the cabin to for people to knock into, if you know what I mean. So you've still got your king or twin beds, whatever you, you prefer. You've still got your, your wardrobes and so on, but you've got a very wide door to get in, a wide entry into your bathroom. You've got the stools to sit on in your shower recess, the, the handles by the toilet. You have an emergency button near the toilet, an emergency pull cord over the bath so someone can come and give you aid. Um, all of the outside cabins have got huge balconies. They're good-sized balconies. And if you want to go with a group of friends, group of girls, uh, a group of couples, the um, partitions between each cabin on the balconies can actually be separated. So you can go out and have this one long deck between three or four cabins if you are friends, you know, sharing together and have your own little drinks on out on your balconies and so on. So really, it is they've catered for just about everything. I mean, the... Uh, they call the theme the world's great architectural styles. So you go through one section and it's all copies of artwork from the French era. You've got like a Versailles room, you've got a lounge, you've got a Louis XIV casino, um, there's a Chippendale library, Pharaoh's palace is all Egyptian, which is what I was saying, which is the main auditorium where you see all your main shows. There's a chapel on board if you want to get married as well, if you want to do it there. There's conference rooms if you want to take a group on board and do a conference at sea. Um Honestly, it's just so much. There's a grill. There's 16 bars on board. Um, you've got three swimming pools, four heated spas. You've got a jogging track. Uh, obviously, you've got shops. You've got laundries. You've got elevators, as I said, an infirmary. Um, you've got 1,062 staterooms, and 17 are modified for the wheelchair users, as I mentioned. And you've got a lot of interconnecting cabins. So for families, you can get that with a large family now, the possibility of joining the two rooms together with an interconnecting door. You've even got got a sports deck, 18-hole miniature golf course. Um, look, honestly, it just goes on and on and on. So it's going to be, as they're promoting it, the fun ship based here permanently for, for as long as I guess they figure it's successful. That's that's what's going to happen. So we're lucky to have it here for this, this time. And it'll be parked always at the overseas passenger terminal because she's too big to fit under the bridge to park anywhere else. So very obvious. So unless we build a new cruise terminal, which of course they've been talking about relocating or building because we're getting more and more cruise vessels into this country, but for the moment she can only fit at the overseas passenger terminal, which is great for the passengers because they've got that lovely view of the Opera House and everything right on the rocks. So great, great location. Thank you, Sally Lucas. Thank you, Jane. And we'll be back next Friday after the 1 o'clock news to talk travel again on 2NURFM.